You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Do you guys subscribe to our every Monday morning newsletter called What's New and Good? If you don't, I highly encourage you to go to our website, www.lightworkers-lounge.com, and subscribe. It's free. It's consistent. We've now been sending out this newsletter every Monday morning for over a year. Proud of myself for showing up. And it's been really interesting. It's kind of like its own version of the podcast. It started off as me just sharing like what's new and good. This is what my life has been like lately. This is what I'm eating. This is the health kick that I'm currently on. This is what I've been doing, enjoying, learning. The book, it was a little book club for a minute there. It's really fun in a different, more old school way of connecting because in this day and age, age of Aquarius, where technology is just taking off, we'd be silly to think that Instagram is going to last forever, that even Spotify or podcast platforms, I I do think those are going to be old school. But email is something that has not changed since it came out in what, 96, 98, something like that. So I always like to grow our newsletter just in case everything else goes down or if I decide I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) I just want to send Monday morning newsletters. You know, I think that writing a newsletter and showing up on this podcast will be something I always do. No matter what stage and phase I am in in life, I can truly see myself when I tap into it with long gray hair, just pin straight, (laughs) recording on a microphone, or who knows, by then, AI and shit. It'll be me talking into midair and just reaching your ears somehow. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. It's your host, Stephanie Powers. You know what to do. Leave a review, share the show on your social media. I see you guys do it all the time, and I'm so thankful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know some people listening have been with me since 2018. That is the coolest, best feeling that I wish everybody in the world could feel because it is such a, not a core memory, but a core feeling to imagine that some of you have been with me through so many good and bad and wild and fun And painful things. Like we spent the pandemic together. We started off in 2018. We had a really, really good time and fun, incredible growth in 2019. And then in 2020, we we spent that year together. So thank you so much. So this episode is going to be about codependency and people pleasing. And we have got some really good episodes in the archive. We've spoken with Mark Groves, the relationship specialist. We've had an interview with Dr. Nicola Perra, the holistic psychologist, about things like this. If you want to go back in the 2019 archives when we had those interviews. But this is going to be a little freestyle solo episode about my own experience with those things because... As I am in this introspective phase of life and figuring things out and, you know, moving home with your immediate family and extended family around you is the ultimate test in your spiritual and emotional development, right? You guys remember that meme that goes around Instagram and Facebook that says, if you think you're spiritually enlightened, 
go spend a week with your family. <laughs> it really just pulls all the triggers out, all the pain and the traumas. And how are you going to react? Well, I will say it hasn't always been easy for me, but this summer, as I've spent time with my immediate and my extended family, it's felt amazing. Has it had its off days? Of course, that's just life. But I've learned so many new tools and I've connected so many dots to the past and I really rewired and realized what I need to change in order to create a different future than what all of the previous generations before me have ended up in. So I'm working, I'll just be completely transparent. I'm working with an incredible therapist. Her name is Dr. Dell and I'm sure she won't mind me sharing her name, but that's as much as I'll share about her to keep privacy, maintain privacy. And she probably doesn't know I'm talking about her. So that's it. But um, she's phenomenal. I know sometimes it can be really hard to find a good therapist. I seem to be lucky in that sense. But she's definitely one for the books. Absolutely incredible woman. She's a Gemini. And if I had to guess the rest of her chart, she's probably Capricorn somewhere in there. She's, she's someone that doesn't let you sit on things. She'll tell you what's wrong, what's bad, what you need to fix. She's not gentle about it. And I like that approach. I love that blunt honesty. You'd think I was a Sagittarius. <laughs> but if you guys who are subscribed to the newsletter, remember a few weeks ago, I made a vulnerable confession where I said, guys, I think I might have BPD, borderline personality disorder, maybe even bipolar, maybe not. I don't know. But I just figured like something's up, something's wrong because I came home to Indiana and I had this big just like, okay, I'm in a place where I have help. I have community. I have stability. It feels safe. Now I can reflect and process and think. And I just analyzed patterns that I found myself in and moving all of a sudden, like you guys, I imagine you have whiplash with my life too. Like, whoa, she's in Denver in this beautiful apartment that has this gorgeous view of the mountains and the city. And now, whoa, she's in the cornfields of Indiana. Okay, it's a lot. And don't think I don't recognize it and see it. Of course I do. And so I've noticed a pattern in me like that my whole life, ups and downs and ups and downs, except, you know, everyone has those, but mine just seemed to be peaks of Mount Everest and the lowest of the sea level, peaks of another mountain and the lowest of this, too drastic and dramatic. And I wanted to really dive into those patterns because, of course, the super high highs and the super low lows are not just with moving suddenly from place to place to place, but it's in my relationships, my friendships, it's in every facet of life. And I really wanted to get serious with myself and think, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> this isn't fun. I, I see people on the internet who have had friends since they were in high school. How do they do that? I've seen people in relationships and they got married when they were 21 and they're celebrating 10 years. How did they do that? And I know better. I'm not comparing because I know 7% rule is my personal rule with the things I see on the internet. 7% slice. I don't know 93% of the rest of the story. But I do sense and feel that some people just have more skills or a different set of knowledge than I do. And I want to, even though I don't come from that, I want to create it. I feel like we're lucky enough to live in a day and age where we can click a button and go to therapy that there's no excuse of, well, that's just how I grew up. Well, that's just my generational pattern. I don't think we can use those anymore. 
those things suck. But I think that we are essentially holding a magic wand that we can control and break massive generational patterns with, right? Like we have a gift, guys. It's the internet. I was just at my grandma's house not even an hour ago and we were talking about something and I just pulled my phone out of my back pocket and Googled it and showed her a photo of that thing within seconds. And I looked at her and I said, Granny, isn't this nuts? How you can just say, I wonder what that animal looked like and boop, 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 tap a little glass screen and here's a photo of it. And she just threw her hands up like, I can't keep up with it. It's, it's crazy. But I don't want that gift to be born into this era of time. I don't want that to go to waste. I really want to use it. So any friends I have or future friends I get, get the best version of me and any children I'm blessed to have in the future so they can get the best version of me. And of course, the people who are currently in my life, I, I want that for them too. And especially for myself. So when I signed up to work with Dr. D., I approached her and I said, listen, I think I have borderline personality disorder. And of course she was like, we don't want to, it's easier to self-diagnose with the internet nowadays. But she was like, I'll, you know, I evaluate people professionally. We'll do a little test. We'll, we'll talk for a few sessions and I'll let you know. I don't have it. I don't have my polar, but, um, just to be vulnerable with you guys and transparent. Cause that is all that, that's the foundation of Lightworkers Lounge. Uh, I am suffering from CPTSD, which is kind of a mild form of anxiety from post-traumatic stress disorder. And we're still getting to the root of it, but maybe I'll keep that part private. But we've all got shit. We've all got trauma. We've all got things that could be eating at us. And I don't even like to share a diagnosis like that because sometimes I'm hard on myself and I think, yeah, well, I've never been to war. I've never been sexually abused or physically harmed by somebody. So, you know, but there's a quote that JL always says is my heart is not your heart. So we can't quantify and measure. Well, I've never been through that. Therefore I shouldn't feel this way, you know? So as we were diving into, okay, so there's a little anxiety and stress and CPTSD kicking up around here. Well, a lot of mine stems from a generational lineage of codependency. And I'm embarrassed to admit, but I will, that for the longest time, probably until I was 29, 30, I'm 34 now, I thought codependency was people who are really needy, who like can't do anything without their partner, who cannot take themselves out to coffee alone, who are super clingy and don't have lives outside of their romantic relationships. I thought that was codependency. I had no idea that the actual definition of it is the epitome of who I am. <laughs> it is being a savior for someone. It's getting in friendships and relationships to fix and save. And it is absorbing somebody else's natural consequences for them. It's what we all can raise our hands to sometimes is being a people pleaser, is saying yes when your gut is like, come on, say no. Um, I am so neck deep in generational patterns of energy like that in my own behavioral stuff. I'm 34 and I've been behaving like this my whole life where saying no to people is like, wait, you can do that? and not be labeled a bitch or mean or hurt feelings. And I said to a previous therapist, I don't know how to make friends or bond with people 
if it's not over trauma, like how, if you go out with a friend to meet for coffee and you're not talking about abuse and darkness and psychological mishaps, what do you talk about? What do you do? <laughs> That's, it's funny until it's not. I, I genuinely don't know. And that's because I have been in the role of fixer and helper since I was young that I don't know how to just be a friend or as Dr. D said, a, a guest, a visitor. I am just very much like hands-on, let's fix this. What do you need? I'm a healer. I've got this. I've got the intelligence. I've got the empathic psychic abilities. Oh, now I'm astrologer. So do you have your birth time? <laughs> let's look at the transits and I'll tell you how long this pain's going to last. <laughs> it's so hard. And, you know, there's something I read on the internet about people who are very into astrology that triggered me a little bit. But of course, it was just because it was true. It says that people, especially astrologers or people who are obsessed with astrology were usually children brought up in homes where it was very unpredictable. And so they use astrology and horoscopes and all that jazz as a means to bring more control and predictability to their lives. And I was like, fuck that. No, but also, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it is. And, you know, I had to reparent and set boundaries with myself as an astrologer to say, I'm not going to read my horoscope unless I have a really good or a really bad day. And then I can read it at the end of the day to see, ah, okay, that's why. But I don't really use it to fear monger myself. You know, I don't look at transits coming up and think, man, fall of 2024 is going to suck for me and my relationships or me and my career. It's going to go down. I won't let myself do that. So something Dr. D shared with me that I really want to pass on to you, and she read this in one of her psychology magazines, I believe, but it's so good. It's a quote about codependency. She said, codependents will set themselves on fire to warm other people. You know, I think of a lot of elderly people who are just bitter, just angry, just spicy and saucy all the time, just agitated. And normally, if they'll open up and share their history with you, or if you can just shadow them for a week and see, these are codependent people, extremely codependent people. These are people who don't understand assertive communication or setting boundaries. And so therefore, everybody walks all over their boundaries or in this quote, they set themselves on fire to warm other people. And so of course, their inner world is just ablaze. I think of women and females especially, and it's just, it's very natural for us to fall into the people pleaser codependency scheme, both, you know, in a maternal way or in a biological way, because biologically speaking, we're just made to be nurturers and give, give, give. It's just in our DNA. And then culturally speaking, we're expected to be good girls. Yes, ma'am. No, sir right? And just take care of people. We lose ourselves. There is a reason. You guys hear me say this. There is a reason why so many women have thyroid issues because our guts are saying, hey, can you set a boundary here? Can you choose you for a minute and do something for you? But our heads are saying, I can't because I don't trust anyone with my dog. I don't trust anybody to watch my children or my children are going to annoy the crap out of them and I won't get any alone time anyway. And around and around it goes until our thyroids burn out 
And then there we are feeling grumpy because of our hormones, but also grumpy because we're on fire, warming our children, our pets, our partners, our everybody around us besides for ourselves. So another really good quote that I couldn't wait to share with you guys. And this is from my people who wake up in the middle of the night with racing thoughts or my people who have negative intrusive thoughts that are preventing them from following their heart. This podcast is so perfect for being in the height of Venus retrograde in Leo. What is the evidence? Right? You guys know the quote. The story I'm telling myself is we always want to buffer that with ourselves and with our loved ones so it doesn't come off so abrasive. But hey, the story I'm telling myself is I'm not a very likable person because I can't keep friendships. Well, my, my therapist said, Steph, it sounds like you really want intimate, close, depth, soulful connections. Do you know what types of values people like that have? And I said, no. She said, do you know what types of boundaries you might have to set with people to keep that a healthy, balanced relationship? I said, no. Right? I don't even get clear on those things because I'm so used to being a people pleaser and just saying yes out of fear of conflict is all it boils down to and fear of hurting feelings due to having my own feelings hurt so many times. God forbid I make anybody feel how I felt, right? Says the codependent. So what is the evidence? Okay, I tell myself, the story I tell myself is I'm not a very likable person. Well, what's the evidence? What is the evidence to counteract that thought? And I've got tons. I've got tons. So when you find yourself spiraling out with negative thoughts, intrusive thoughts, ask yourself, what is the evidence? If you're saying I'm not lovable, so I will never find a good partner, a life partner. Well, what is the evidence of that? Right? And if you actually have evidence of you not being a good partner, okay. Were you operating from a place of doing the best you could with what you had at the time? And even if your answer to that is, yeah, I was, and I still fucked up. Okay, so are you a human being living in a wild world right now? Like, you can be mean to yourself to a certain extent until you just have to realize that change begins and ends with you. It all starts with you. And you've got to forgive yourself and accept yourself, right? A quote that you guys loved from the previous episode on Venus Retrograde was, love someone as they are or leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Stop sending them <laughs> Dr. Nicole the Parish Post. Stop sending them psych journals. Stop sending them quotes. Don't send them this podcast. People will ask, wait for the invitation or get thrown some human design in here when they're ready. You know, I have a rule with my birth chart readings um, that was created due to several bad experiences where people get so excited that they had a great reading with me and it changed their life that they then want to go book a reading for someone they love who they deem could really use it, could really benefit from this. But if that person is not open and ready to change their lives, never mind to the art of astrology, it's going to piss them off. Even if they show up, they're just going to come with a piss poor attitude of like, I don't want to be here. I'm not ready for this. 
right? Mm-hmm. So accept people for how they're behaving. Of course, conversations can be had. I feel statements can be used, but if they don't want to change, if they're not on the same plane and into self-development right now, leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Stop being codependent. I can say that because I've done it. And go put that dependency in yourself. The three selves, self-esteem, self-worth, self-value. Go pour it into filling those three cups because once they're full, you normally won't find yourself mingling with people you find you have to constantly send psychological posts and podcasts to. I rest my case. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into this very brief episode. And thank you for creating a space that makes me feel safe to share some of my own mental health struggles and personal development stuff. I really appreciate that. And I love you guys so much for it. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter, What's New and Good. It's so fun. I really like talking with you guys over email. So old school. Lightworkers-lounge.com. Share the show. I'll see you next episode. Bye.